Look behind you and Clash Music present. Let's nail this one. You're, You're listening, listening to the LBY Clash Music Podcast. podcast. Clashmusic.com. Clash Music. Behind you. Hello and welcome to the Clash LBY Music Podcast. Coming up, we've got some brand new music, our favourite tracks of this month, plus a splashing new track from Bright Eyes. But we start with a track from our album of the month that is by PJ Harvey. It's called Let England Shake, and from it, this is the words that maketh murder. Take my problem to the United Nations. What if I take my problem to the United Nations? What if I take my problem to the United Nations? 
listening to the LBY Clash Music Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Clash LBY Music Podcast. In attendance as ever this month, you've got myself, Roman. Also, Matt is here. Hello, Matt. Hello, Roman. And Dave from LBY is here as well. Hi, mate. You're okay? Yeah, I'm all right. Surviving, surviving. Uh, so our album of the month this month, it was a, a pretty straightforward choice. We kind of did think about the streets a little bit, but in the end, I think there was only one potential album of the month. It was uh, PJ Harvey, Let England Shake. From it, that was the words that maketh murder. Uh, let's dive straight in. Matt, what do you make? Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of PJ. I felt that the last album with John Parrish was a bit subdued. So I'm loving the uh, the new kind of chiming chirp, very bouncy. I love how English it is. Yeah. I know that's the point. It's it's almost like an English kind of lyrical concept album, isn't it? Mm. Uh, yeah, I like kind of evoking dragons and uh, people <laughs> getting lost in the countryside, but being okay in the end. Do you think that'll translate worldwide as well? People love that kind of stuff, don't they? Well, maybe you just think that because you're English, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like the kind of quaint countryside uh, kind of El Dorado images of PJ and John. That idealistic uh, image of just skipping through uh, fields of flowers. Yeah, in the summertime. <laughs> totally, the fields of Avalon, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's interesting. That, you know, there are kind of elements of that, but it's also very very dark album. I think, especially following on from White Chalk, which was. You know, very simple, very piano-led, where she, I think she went down to Devon for a couple of months and recorded it all down there. Mm. This album, it's kind of almost the flip side of, of that in terms of, you know, it's all very sparse and very dark, but I think she said explicitly this time it's less personal. It's this, this is, I think she said, her most political album to date because she's finally, she says, worked out how to write politically and how to write about big themes. So there's a lot of stuff about, you know, war. The war goes throughout the entire album, um, especially on that album and on that track we just heard um, as a recurring theme. And of course, kind of England's history and how that's driven by war and just general disaster and death. Mm. And like how we, how we basically built an empire on stabbing people in the face. And tea. And tea. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of bloodshed over the tea, wasn't there, though? Yeah, <laughs> probably a lot of bloodshed over the mix as well. Because weren't you saying that some components of uh, of the album just don't seem to yeah. fit in? Yeah, there's a few samples that I've actually got in my record collection and some kind of old classic reggae records. And it's, uh, I think, Blood and Fire it's called, which yeah. is taken from Blood and Fire, the, the, rec- the reggae record. I don't know. It just seems a bit wedged in there. It's kind of, I know, I, you get that, I suppose you get that kind of, uh, spontaneity in the in 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 the recording studio and the l- doing things quickly can sometimes yield great results. But I just I can just kind of see how it's it's maybe n- it's I see how it's made so it's lost the magic, you know? Yeah, right. Not it's, as slick as I would have thought. Is yeah, a lot of that. It, some elements of that jar for me. Yeah, blood and fire on. It's on written in the forehead, I think. And the first time you hear it, it sounds like it's out of time and it doesn't sound like it fits, and it sounds kind of like it's meshed in. And she also, I think, she did months and months ago performed a version of uh written on the forehead and i think it was with letting and shake but on tv on the andrew marr show and she kind of played it acoustically with an auto harp and then there was a sample played in and it sounded like a bit of a car crash so it doesn't really translate either live because well no that's the thing when i I think she's now dropped that sample for the album that sample isn't on the album but the more and more i listen to that uh, the better it seemed to work and it kind of over time I think it sounds more of a unity and uh, with my uh, English degree uh, like uh, pretentiousness on so I say it's very much like England itself it's like a patchwork things put together from different cultures and different times which don't seem to work at first but overall 
uh, and down the line, I think you find there's a beauty in them and they work. So yeah, it's that's your pretentious. Very nice. poetic. Yeah, that. Yeah, there, oh, I saw that in quotes pop up <laughs> in the yeah. studio there. In yeah. commas. <laughs> I should write that for the Guardian or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, there's a lot of that. And I think it's very interesting how she's combined. You know, there's elements of of skiffle and and folk and kind of jazz elements and loads so much different more different instrumentation than white chalk you know there's sax and bugles so yeah we're talking about there's a i think there's a bugle on uh glorious land which is one of my favorite tracks which you were saying again matt kind of <laughs> right, oh my god his phone's ringing <laughs> <laughs> yeah which yeah. seems to jar but then you know that all fits with the whole theme of the album of war and englishness and but you yeah. were saying before we actually uh listened to that track that you mm. would just buy any album oh, that she yeah, released I, if she just went into a bedroom and spent an afternoon on a, I on a basically laptop. spend my entire life waiting for the next pj harvey album to come out and when, when it does i just get excited and then listen to it and then just wait for the next one to come out yeah anything she do, she does i you know i just adore it's strange she's one of those there's a couple of artists like that i who i love and i'm sure you guys got artists like this as well who you just love them regardless but for me she really yeah. never has seemed to put a foot wrong at any point and this is yeah it's kind of a strange saying pj harvey seems to have evolved but she, yet again she seems to have done something completely new and quite bold and yeah really interesting Excellent. So that's out February the fourteenth. Yes, get it for Valentine's Day. Give your give your lover an album about <laughs> war <laughs> and England, and just how Albion created the death of most of the known world. Lbymusic.com. Look behind you. Clashmusic.com. Clash music. So now it's time to go around the room and talk about each track that is our particular favourite for this month. Ooh. And uh, Roman's next one is an interesting choice. Tell us about it. Yeah, I could have uh, done myself up a right kipper here because I'm going to have to pronounce this. Uh, but it's by Srong Santi. It's called Quen Quen Lung Lung. It's from an album called Tie Dye out on a really good record label called Finders Keepers. It's kind of a, like a compilation album of like Thai psych music and surf music. Something you wouldn't normally expect, but it's kind of explores how that music during the 70s and kind of into the 80s uh, kind of how Thai musicians kind of took Western influences and melded it with what they, with what they were doing. Uh, yeah, and this is the track that starts the album. Like I said, it's by Strong Santi, and it sounds a little bit like this. <laughs> ยืนขึ้นขึ้นลงลงบางคืนแต่เย็นไปลงขึ้นไม่ยั้งถึงใครจะหามันก็ไม่ฟังมันขึ้นไม่ยั้งถึงใครไล่ส่งรู้หรือ
ปล่าอย่าเดาเดียวผิดรู้หรือเปล่าอย่าเดาเดียวผิดคือพระอาทิตย์เช้าขึ้นเย็นลงสินค้าเมืองไทยละขึ้นไม่ยอมลงขึ้นขึ้นลงลงลงลงขึ้นขึ้นไม่ยังไม่ยืนขึ้นขึ้นลงลงอย่างที่สามเลวสามรายกาดมันขึ้นพวดพลาดขึ้นแล้วไม่ลงทําไมจึงขึ้นขึ้นจริงไม่รู้ได้แต่ยืนดูเห็นขึ้นจงจงรู้หรือเปล่าว่าคืออะไรรู้หรือเปล่าว่าคืออะไรก็สินค้าเมืองไทยละขึ้นไม่ยอมลง So that is Quen Quen Long Long by Sorong Santi. Uh, you can get that on an album tie dye, the sound of the Luk Thung Underground, uh, available on Finders Keepers Records now. Uh, FindersKeepersRecords.com. I highly recommend you purchase that album. So our voyage into the seas of new music continues with Captain Matt. Yeah, my pick this week is uh, How to Dress Well, uh, which uh, didn't know much about this before it landed uh, in the inbox. But uh, it's a young man working in his bedroom. Studying post-Kantian theory at PhD level, apparently something like that. <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah. So um, yeah, it's a total bedroom guy, bedroom album, uh, lo-fi, distorted. You can tell it's made on really quite rickety equipment, but it's just got that charm, you know. It's kind of really veiled, misty indie with loads of R and B hooks that um, maybe Burial might sound like this if he grew up in Camden with a guitar now instead of grew up in. Croydon, 15 years ago, listening to Garage.
that was Ready for the World by How to Dress Well. And in the words of Alexis Taylor from Hot Chip, I think that was our in bedroom. Nice. What do you think? Yeah, I really, really like it. I think, yeah, like I think Dave was saying, charming is definitely the right word for that. It just really envelops you and you kind of get really, really sucked into it. It's really beautiful, really, yeah, kind mm. of minimal, but not minimal in a strange way. You know, there's lots going on and it's... Yeah, it's one of those, I think if you listen to it on headphones on a regular basis, you just get really, really deep into listening to it quite regularly. Mm -hmm. Charming and intelligent. And it's, um, yeah, it just really hits me. Like if you if you listen to Baths or Main Main, it's that same kind of that that thought process of going, actually, I could listen to this all day. You know, it's you can just, I don't know, keep on listening to it. And it doesn't seem to. But you were saying that maybe after two weeks, it was just. (laughs) Yeah, it's one of those. uh, a little bit too much too often and then like oh yeah it's really gone in this one you're listening to the lby clash music podcast dave what's your uh, um okay so pick? i mentioned it at the beginning of the podcast my pick for this month is uh, the marvelous in my opinion bright eyes and he has an album coming out this month on the 15th of february on saddle creek records and um this is a track off it and it's called shell games to- Fireworks and the vanity, the circuit board and the city streets, shooting stars, swaying palm tree, laid it at the arbiter's feet. If I could change my mind, change the paradigm, prepare myself for another life, forgive myself for the many times I was cruel to something helpless and weak. But here I come, that heavy love I'm never gonna move it alone Here I come, that heavy love Tag it on a tenement wall Here I come, that heavy love Someone gotta share in the load Here I come, that heavy love I'm never gonna move it alone something pure death obsessed like a teenager sold my tortured youth piss and vinegar i'm still angry with no reason to be at the architect cool imaginaires for the every man blessed sisyphus slipping steadily into madness now that's the only place to be free but here come that heavy love
Distorted facts I could never cope My private life is an inside joke No one will explain it to me We'll be everything that we ever need Everyone on the count of three That was uh, Shell Games by Bright Eyes. Um, so, like I said, it comes out on the 15th of February. And um, I don't know about you people here in this here room, but it's a lot more poppier and it's mm. a lot more... Um, well, it has a backing track for a, for a start. <laughs> you know, it has drums and Some things. bass in there. Yeah, uh, probably the... Uh, the result of the producer Mike Mogis, uh, which elevated that track into this new realm of pop popidity. That's, yeah. uh, that's a made-up word yeah. of the month, but um, yeah, <laughs> popidity. Yeah, I just like the direction he's going to, and uh, like um, I think there is, like you were saying, there are some artists that you just like, and mm. uh, Bright Eyes has always hit a nerve with me, and especially. I got into him uh, when I was during my teenage angsty years, <laughs> and he's always been someone that I can relate to. And uh, th- he's one of the few artists that I listen to his lyrics, and I, I mm. not relate because you know at the time I was only well, <laughs> sixteen, seventeen. But, well, but you're, a co- you're a complex guy, Dave. Or don't yeah, know yeah. You, I, you know, I didn't have uh, a myriad of relationships behind me, and I hadn't travelled <laughs> the country just to to kiss her on the cheek, but. I, I I've always liked him. But what do you think of this new sound from uh, from the guy? Yeah, it's it's almost so poppy and so straightforward. It's, it, it makes it almost middle of the road. I don't know. I'm, I'm always have a strange relationship with Bright Eyes. I I think maybe I think you've hit on something that I maybe I hadn't thought about before that you can't but help help but listen to his lyrics sometimes. Mm. And maybe I'm not always too fond of his lyrics. But yeah, no, it's it's good. It's weird hearing him do something like that. It's so straightforward and really clean and optimistic yeah. and you could you could almost hear it being used on an american tv show or something i know that. it's odd like connor burst like the guy bright who is bright eyes but he he i mean he must have i don't know he must have just woken up one day and gone <laughs> right i'm sick of this and shining look kind of uh, a whiny well not whiny but like <laughs> this heart, heartfelt uh singer songwriter with a guitar i'm just yeah. gonna like do what i do best get some people to surround me and make make a good yeah, solid pop it. indie tune i suppose and it's it's actually quite a good antithesis with uh what well, quite a good in relation to PJ Harvey because if you look across her back catalogue, you've got things like uh, stories from the city, stories from the sea, and you've also got White Chalk. You know, you've got a kind of all out rock record, which you know all like a band of four guitarists and drums, and then that's you know just go for it. And you've got her singing a piano for an entire album. Yeah, so it's you basically can't but help but respect the talent of someone who can cover so many different musical forms and all, always hit the mark to a sense totally I mean like take my hero for example Ian Brown which isn't very cool anymore but you know I'm sure my oh, age there always cool yeah he's knocked out like seven albums that all sound exactly the same right <laughs> <laughs> and it's a little bit disappointing and when I interviewed him I was like so Ian do you not think uh, people are going to need a bit more um 
bit more of a challenge soon. He's like, well, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just still going for the sword. And you're like, right, yeah. that's really <laughs> answer the question. Uh, what does that even mean? I'll take it though, yeah. I'll take it. But yeah, I digress. But yeah, it's nice to have someone doing something different to uh, the usual pickings. Uh, so just to mention, that track is available for free download from the label's website, which is saddle-creek.com. LBYmusic.com. Look behind you. Clashmusic.com. Clash music. So we're almost at the end of our little journey today. But before we go, we should, of course, tell you about what is in Clash magazine this month. Matthew. Yeah, we've, uh, it's a fashion special issue to time with Fashion Week. So uh, we're not only looking at uh, the coolest threads around and then the latest designers, we're also looking east to um, a new global pop phenomena from Japan, mm. Haksuni Miku from uh, the Volcanoid series, which is kind of like Japan's answer to gorillas oh, in a kind of manga right. style. Nice. Um, yeah, biggest selling artist in Japan. Yeah, which uh, makes her pretty much a massive world player. If you're a biggest selling Japan and kind of in the Far East, that's yeah one of the biggest artists in the world. It's going to be huge. It's, can I just say, it's a stunning looking cover yeah. this month. Mm. It's great. We thought that. <laughs> However, it turns out all the uh, f- true fans of this series are absolutely outraged that we've transformed their avatar into a real life model cute though she is and actually she on the cover she actually looks like a cartoon character but mm. that wasn't enough yeah i thought it was yeah so did i to yeah. start with but there's they, they're outraged basically we've pissed them all off massively to the point where we've had death threats they've threatened to pipe bomb the london office wow. and there's a twitter ha- hate campaign going wow. at the moment also oh, you've got a, a woman i respect very much in the mag uh, likey lee licky lee whatever you want to likely, call her likely yeah she's she's rocking it in the swedish folk styles uh, we interviewed peter savile the legendary ah. manchester designer he had a lot to say yeah, i can imagine and then all the usual um reviews live reviews news and a lot more online on clashmusic.com nice uh, you can also follow Clash at uh, Clash underscore music uh, on Twitter. And you can also follow David and myself, the label and the blog at LBY Music and on Twitter as well. So we'll see you next month when uh, all sorts of exciting things will be going on. More brand new music, another album of the month. What will it be? Who knows? It's a mystery. Exciting. Ooh. And in the meantime, if you want to know what we're up to on a daily basis, you can also visit our blog, which is uh, Look Behind You. Um, the website for that is lbymusic.com. Uh, so we're going to leave you this month with a track that everyone's talking about, kind of the, you know, the biggest thing that's going on in music right now. And this is The Return of the Strokes. Dum, dum, dum. How, where do we stand on the strokes? How do you feel about their imminent return? I think they're a lovely bunch of strokers. Hey. Uh, well, we'll see. I don't know. They might pass <laughs> a sell-by date. You don't know, mm. do you? Obviously, they caused the revolution. You know, yeah, they, they, they took the crown back off dance music with their guitars mm. many years ago. But I don't. I'm a firm believer that bands have uh, they have crescents that really mean something. And mm. just because you don't die doesn't mean you can come back and change the world again. Absolutely, and the the biggest question I think with this is, do you really care? Uh, I wasn't that bothered. I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm sure it's. A, I mean, I've heard a snippet of it. I'm sure it's going to be quite a success, and I'm sure they're going to be successful. But whether they buy the album, I'm not too sure. Mm. This isn't it. <laughs> oh, there's, there's your headline already. That was a bit. That was a bit too clever for this podcast. Yeah, I think. That's what we need. That's what we need for the review. Not just that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we, we will see what the album brings. It's their fourth. It's called. I think it's called Angles, but it's spelled A N G L E S. If you know any better, hit us up on Twitter. Is it Angles? Is it Angles? Is it 
Angels. Is it Angels? <laughs> I think I'll go with the last one. Angels. Angels. Or is it pronounced Swaffle? Thanks, Bob Mortimer. Yeah, uh, but it's out on March the 21st on Rough Trade. So it's preceded by this, which was a free download. It was only available for 48 hours. Um, but if you didn't get it, oh, I'm sure you can get it. It's on the internet. Uh, it's also going to be available as a 7-inch uh, for the next record store day on April the 16th, which I think will be just available from Rough Trade stores. Uh, this is Under Cover of Darkness. It's the return of the Strokes. We'll see you next month. See you later. I'm off to buy a leather jacket. Bye-bye.
been listening to the LBY Clash Music Podcast, the best from the magazine and the blog. Clash is available from all big news agents or subscribe online at clashmusic.com. Also, check out lbymusic.com. Rasta Mouse, everything's Irie. Oh, have you seen Rasta Yeah, let's, just, let's save the oh, conversation about Rasta Mouse. My days. <laughs> You've got to see Rasta Mouse. It's incredible. Yeah, man. Has someone stolen the cheese? <laughs> That's going on the end of the podcast.